Hi everyone, uh, welcome back to Afterthought, the podcast where me and my partner, Hello, Taylor, Taylor. Uh, we revisit some films or some music or some shows that we liked when we were kids or teens, and we watch and or listen to stuff and then we talk about it, and it's hilarious. And this week, uh, the show is going to be brought to you by The King's Head. Woo! Woo! So, something we're all familiar with here at Red River College. That's between Bannatyne and William on Kings. They have a patio and they have two floors of seating. They have tons of beer on tap. And really delicious food. Yes, delicious pub grub. They have live bands and you can see some comedy on Tuesday night. So, it's a great place to hang out. Yeah, for sure. So, check out the King's Head. Spent many a night there. Many a... quote unquote study sessions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A few of those. But yeah. anyway, yeah. And it's, yeah, this week's brought to you by the King's Head. Sure so, is. So, uh, yeah, we'll get right to it. Yeah. So this week, the Beastmaster and uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So those are pretty close, actually. Like, yeah. they're not as kind of. As distant. Disp- yeah, they're yeah. not as disparate as. Yeah, because Beastmaster came out in 82 and then. Indiana Jones was 89. Yeah. Well, this particular Indiana Jones, yeah. anyway, was 89. So they're in the same ballpark-ish. Yeah. Other than, unlike Toy Story and My Little Pony <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. How much is Taylor going to hate Rachel's selection this week? <laughs> that is basically like the whole show. <laughs> like, I have to dig out like the worst things I can think of from the 80s for just to get Taylor's reactions because they're so wonderful. <laughs> So this week I chose the Beastmaster, so I'll do a little synopsis of the Beastmaster. So how do I sum up the Beastmaster? Okay, so there is a kind of evil high priest who's given a prophecy, you know, that the chosen one is, this unborn child is going to kill him in the future. I must know. You will die at the hands of Zed's unborn son. Uh Zed's unborn son will die. The truth cannot be changed. He will die tonight! Rise for King Zed! So, of course, he makes a plan to kill the unborn child, doesn't succeed. Uh, And somehow the witches that are kind of working for this high priest, somehow they magic the pregnancy outside of the mother, which is... And she dies, of course, because why would why would she live? Uh, and the king of that kingdom, who is his father, he survives. But they magic the beastmaster, the son, away in the belly of a cow. And later, the witch cuts the cow open. Uh, but then somebody, a kind villager, comes across them before he can be sacrificed over a shimmering blue fire. And he, he kills the witch. And she dies in a hail of cackling and disappearing robes and whatnot. stranger raises the boy and somehow in there he becomes the beast master who can in fact 
kind of get inside animals' minds, experience what they experience. And so he has this gift. It all gets very sad because there is, of course, a marauding horde of evildoers who come and slaughter his whole village he survives and so then he has to go on a quest of course to find his revenge for this and off he goes on this journey he picks up these two ferrets who are the cutest ever (laughs) well (laughs) i'm gonna name you kodo you get a name too, Podo. Kodo and Podo. My friends. Various little thieves. And then he comes across a panther who he frees. The panther becomes his companion. And then he also has like a hot companion, which maybe later we can try to make the noise that the Beastmaster <laughs> makes to, <laughs> to, to talk to the hawk, of course. We're going to try that later, Taylor. Oh, okay. So he goes on an epic journey. Of course, he meets a lady. He meets a couple of friends. They go off and they have to take on this high priest, which is a kind of a separate deal from the marauding horde. So he's kind of got it both sides happening there. He has to kill the high priest who he is destined to kill. So he does that. And then he has to defeat the marauding horde, which he kind of rallies this whole the whole town who's been under the power of this high priest. Yeah, so they have an epic battle at the end. The, the right person becomes king, and off the, the Beastmaster wins all, gets the lady, and off they go. Happy ending. Generally speaking, there's some sad parts, which we're probably going to get to. Absolutely. So, oh, yeah. Taylor, how do, <laughs> how do you feel about the Beastmaster? Tell um, me your thoughts on the Beastmaster. It was... I didn't hate it. <laughs> That's going to be the new standard, eh? <laughs> Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I didn't hate it. You didn't hate it. This like, is what I'm going a for. A lot of all like the like the fantasy elements were cool and like the the weapons that they had were cool. Um the the plot was a little lackluster at times. Yeah, but, it got a little it slumped a little. And some yeah. of the uh effects weren't as great as they probably could have been. Well, it was 82. Come yeah. on. Oh, you know. It was I'm 82. Ju- I, I'm just saying. Yeah. You, but even for 82, it was really? still like yeah. At least from what I what I've seen anyway. Well, they must have blew their budget on the panther. I'm guessing. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that was just a tiger painted black. Because I like when you first when you first see the, the when you first see no when you first see the That's the so panther funny. you can you see like orange like kind of like around his mouth Maybe where he like licked off the paint. Up. Like I'm. Like I'm like a good ninety percent certain they just painted a tiger black because apparently they was it's hard to get a panther. Maybe, maybe I don't, I don't know, man. That is funny as hell, because I want to picture them painting because they've done that in other movies. Yeah. Which maybe okay, Legend could be a potential one, but I'm pretty sure they painted. It also has unicorns in it. Just. Anyway, that's a different deal. But they did paint, apparently, those horses white. Oh, okay. They were actually black horses, yeah. and they painted them white. So I think there's precedence for yeah. what you're saying here. <laughs> and I'd like to imagine them trying to paint a tiger black. Yeah. 
It would be a really well-trained tiger. Well, I guess I'd be really careful. <laughs> yeah, well, I kind of wish that the big cat would have eaten somebody. That's kind of... Well, they they never... Uh, supposedly, it, like, attacks people and, like, rips them to shreds. But, like, we never see that happen. Yeah. Because budget. <laughs> they blew their budget just yeah. on the painted tiger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm pretty sure a lot of that hawk footage was just, like, stock footage they found of hawks <laughs> flying around. <laughs> Is it, like it because it like the either they filmed it really bad because like the it was like all just like really like different quality at like all the hawk which was like a different quality every could single a, time it could be a little bit of column a and a little yeah. bit of column b taylor like they de- probably had definitely had a hawk because they had to have like the hawk fly yeah. on the Beastmaster's arm and yeah. stuff like that but i think like if it like flying like across the sunset yeah. and stuff like that I, th- I feel like that a lot of that w- wasn't quite they shot just, by them. They just like paid David Attenborough for some <laughs> of his <laughs> some of his footage. Exactly. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Okay, but proceed. Keep keep telling. What? Uh, tell me more thoughts. More thoughts. Give uh, me more thoughts about the Beastmaster. Uh, I didn't like how he uh, like sexually assaulted that woman. That was not. Yeah, his that. love interest. Who then turns around is like, and they end up being together. Yes, that oh. is a very such a common thing from for movies in the 80s oh that was so bad it was bad so like he so first like he sends like the ferret because they're like bathing in the river or whatever like they're like slaves right That's yeah what they're, they're yeah. slaves to that high priest yeah. yeah and so they're like bathing in the river and whatever and then he sends his uh ferrets which are Kodo and poto down to like steal her clothes and she like chases after them and then he like gets his tiger to like scare her and then he just like forces a kiss on her i'm like this guy's messed up. Yeah. And he's supposed like, to be like it. the nice guy, yeah. right? Like he that's how they're positioning him. Yeah. yeah. And he's definitely He not has this a nice like guy. Mark Hamill kind of thing about yeah. him, this like wide eyed kind of like all American boy innocence kind of thing. I I I wrote down that he looks like the poor man's Kevin Bacon. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you see it? Okay, to me he looks like Kevin Bacon, but just like like they couldn't get Kevin Bacon, so they got this guy. I thought this was a party! Let's dance! Could you see Kevin Bacon as the Beastmaster? Yeah. Are you? Come on! Yeah, I could. Yeah. No. Yeah. He couldn't be the Beastmaster. He could be, no, he couldn't even try to be the Beastmaster. <laughs> well, maybe he's not like. But this dude is still pretty skinny, though. Like, I feel like like Kevin Bacon, like yeah. back at that time, st- had like good physique, and he was like, you know. I think Kevin doing Bacon was probably a little bit more sceny. Like this, this guy was like pretty. Yeah. He was pretty buff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's like just his face. Poor man's Kevin Bacon. Oh my god! <laughs> this uh, podcast is seriously like the funnest thing in my week. <laughs> the poor man's Kevin Bacon. Okay, so I want to hear more. Okay. Th- more thinkings what, about uh, the Beastmaster. What, what else did I have issues with, or that I liked? There was a lot of upper thigh in this movie. There was, which, which was quite exciting. 
for all parties involved. <laughs> hey, man, if you were a kid in the 80s, that was like, yeah, you were uh, like, uh, hey. And there were. Um, I think it was even like rated PG or something. Yeah, I would 80s. imagine. Yeah. yeah. And, so... and me, me and my girlfriend counted. There were five bare breasts. So that was also a thing. Yeah. Well, that's actually, well, for a PG movie, you probably wouldn't see that now. Yeah, but no. that's actually not that many breasts in a movie. Yeah. Oh, Especially all where you have these, like, whatever primitive people tropes yeah. that they're using. Because usually you see way more, way more breasts. Yeah. I don't, I didn't, I didn't catch any. Uh, and so there was like, everyone was white in the film, except for like the one yes. black guy who comes in like halfway through the movie. And I'm glad that there wasn't like, they, they didn't play up like him being like, a foreigner and all that kind of stuff. He was just like a regular guy yeah. in this like world, and apparently I'm the only black guy for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, apparently the casting director yes. was like, "We need some diversity or something." Oh, yeah, I don't even I, I don't even know if they were thinking about diversity. <laughs> it's probably I, I think it probably has an element of them using exoticism though too. Yeah, even though they it's true like they didn't play it up the way a lot yeah. of movies do, but I think they were oh yeah exploiting sure. that. Oh yeah, but other than that, like like all the fights were cheesy and like kind of like the of way course. they used like magic was cheesy and like but it was like. Like I, I did enjoy the movie just because it was like it was it was a good adventure. Like yeah. you got sword fighting and like him kicking ass and you know like all these like cool looking characters and like sweet swords and weapons yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So like other it hit than on like, a lot of the co- it's like a comic book. It hits yeah. on a lot of comic book stuff, right? Yeah, like all the tropes, the imagery, the weapons, the relationships. Like yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, I, I I did enjoy it for for that. Also, the other thing I found weird was like he only like so like at the very end when all those guys are charging up on their horses, I'm like, why don't you just tell the horses to stop? I know, <laughs> no, I thought about that too, and then I was like, doesn't he feel bad about the horses yeah. dying in flames? Like I don't know. I guess it's kind of like we have a modern sensibility like that. We're like, oh, don't hurt dogs, but yeah. uh, we don't care. About you cows or pigs chickens or, or pigs, you yeah. guys are on your own kind of thing. And then that's another thing too. I was like, the one thing I was thinking to myself that I think is funny is I was like, so is the Beastmaster a vegetarian? <laughs> he must be. Uh, that's a good question. He has to be a vegetarian. You would, you would think, but at the same time, like animals eat meat all the time, so maybe that's. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, but then, like, I also wonder, like, it's interesting because you'd think if he could, you know, get inside animal minds or whatever, I wonder why he can't get inside a human animal's mind. Yeah, well, in, in like, D&D, for example, um, I, I'm just going to compare Fanny's thing to D&D. <laughs> Please, that's the only point I of want you to I do have. it immediately. <laughs> okay, so in D&D, there's kind of, like, levels of intelligence. So, like, if you have an 18 intelligence, you are genius. You're Albert Einstein. You, okay. you can... You're extremely, extremely smart. And then, like, down at the other end is, like, animal intelligence. And then there's, like, very, like, varying degrees, like, low, non, just kind of, like, stuff like that. And animals are, like, right at the end. And their spells with, like, speak oh. with animals and, like. So maybe he's on like, the same spectrum or yeah, something? Yeah, and there's, like, a when you think about, it, like, there shouldn't be that much of a separation. Because if you have, like, a speak with animal spell, you can speak with animals. But what's the difference between a human and an animal? Yeah. It's the maybe the intelligence level or they just needed a separation maybe he just wasn't that smart yeah 
He he's, wasn't smart enough to occupy a human. Well, he's, like, he's a big barbarian, so he just kind of hits things with his sword and he gets the animals to scare off people. Yeah, and they do, like, they play up that, too, like the civilized versus primitive. And the other interesting thing about it was it was pretty, it was pretty Oedipal. The blind father, oh, yeah. and he comes back. And I mean, he doesn't exactly kill him, but, like, it's a really similar, yeah. like, he's blind, the father's blind. And, like, and did they not say that the king was his, Kiri, the love interest? Didn't they say Kiri was her, that was her uncle? I thought yes. I were, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. So, also, so then they're cousins. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, I know. Yeah, I that, guess that's okay. I was trying to remember the 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 Greek myth that went along with that. Yeah, Oedipus yeah. Rex. Yeah, that, that yeah, it's very because you have the prophecy at the beginning, the son yes. gets taken away, mm-hmm. and then he comes back. However many years later, except he doesn't sleep with his mom, he sleeps with his cousin. Yeah, he, which I he, mean, he doesn't kill his father, but still, it's like it, the imagery is like exactly the same. Yeah, and I also liked at the end when uh, I don't remember the black guy's name. I like I what his name is in the movie. Yeah, I'm not. I don't remember. I don't remember the young boy's name. Like, yeah, it's like do I. I don't remember the priest's name. Like I don't remember anybody's name in yeah. this movie. I just remember the Beastmaster, and yeah. I remember Kiri. Yeah, but that's it. That's about it. Yeah, but anyway, so like, cause he's so the Beastmaster is technically the son of the king, and so the uh, the black guy basically tells him, "Well, you should be the king." He's like, "Nah, I'm just the, I'm I'm just the Beastmaster. I'm yeah. gonna go be the Beastmaster." And I really like that because it's like I figured for sure he was gonna like turn and like become the king and just like be this like civilized guy and be yeah. like nah I'm just gonna hang with my animals well, yeah that's fine. and the boy is his brother right yeah. like the little boy so he ends up being yeah he he's ends up the, being the king. he ends up being the new king or yeah. whatever but what about that okay so there were several things that I was like like that I that I and I think I don't know it's strange memory is strange because it really like mixes things together for mm-hmm. me have you ever seen Clash of the Titans no okay that's a real gem that you should watch. But and also another thing that I loved was Clash of the Titans. You want to see like the most cheesy, like amazingly cheesy claymation stop motion you've ever seen in your whole life? Yes. Clash of the Titans. <laughs> But I always thought that that ring, so the ring with the eyeball, okay, I always thought that was from Clash of the Titans. Oh, really? Yes. Maybe is there something similar in Clash of the Titans? I don't know. Yeah, I, like I to have to like look it up because I yeah. I swore it was from that, but I like watched things so much, like so much that I think it just all kind of runs together. Yeah. And any of this like adventure stuff, I just loved it. Like, and it wasn't like oh, I wanted to be Kiri. No, no, I wanted to be the Beastmaster. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And then, like, I had, similarly, like, I really loved Robin Hood. Like, I loved Robin Hood so hard. And not because I wanted to be Maid Marian, because I wanted to be fucking Robin Hood. Good life. So, like, there wasn't, I mean, in the 80s, how many strong female roles, roles were there? I mean, there was, like, Red Sonja that came from Conan. Have you oh. ever seen that? No, I have, I've okay. never seen Conan. You've never seen Conan? No, I oh know of him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, Crom. <laughs> Crom. I've never prayed to you before. I have no tongue for it. Ron Taylor. I know that from I know Chrome from D and D. That's the, like the the god of barbarians, isn't it? Well, there you go. <laughs> because that Conan, Conan the Barbarian, yeah. and then Red Sonya, I think, comes from that, which was kind of I'm trying to think what I remember from that. Not not very much, but she was like a female adventure okay. like i'm trying to think of any movies in, in like that time yeah that i watched i can't remember any i doubt that there would have been t- too too many no probably not yeah well i mean look at all the yeah. stuff we would find totally 
Well, not everyone, because I mean, obviously, it's still there, like the stuff with the, you know, the uh, the sexual assault and all of that. And I mean, that stuff is still around. I just think more people object to it more widely. You yeah. Know? But yeah, I love that stuff and all oh, the ferrets. Oh my oh. god. Yeah. The, the scene at the adorable. end where the ferret dies. <laughs> was like the saddest ever but then they redeemed themselves a little bit because there's ferret babies <laughs> and they were so cute <laughs> and this little and sack so, that he carries and so fake because they're like they're, there's I like little figure puppets i know but still oh no like, I'm, not, oh, I'm not knocking it It was super cute it lives on which yeah. one died kodo or poto uh, i don't even remember kodo i think he I goes think kodo, yeah yeah kodo ends up in the fire and and Poto lives, but then they, Poto has the fair baby, so it kind of redeemed itself. But, yeah. okay, so another thing that bothered me oh, along the theme of the irony, when we're talking about vegetarianism and stuff, the irony of the fact that those animals were probably, like, especially the panther and the bear at the beginning, yeah. were probably abused horribly. Oh, absolutely. To get yeah. them to do those tricks. Oh, yeah. Because I don't think they really cared that much in, you know, maybe not that they didn't care so much, but like maybe people weren't on to the fact of how cruel it was. I don't know. But I think it was really widespread. So the irony of that is yeah. so much animal cruelty was probably going on. Yeah, definitely. So didn't like that part. No, that's not much. good at all. Yeah, like I would really want to know like just like all the behind the scenes stuff that went into this movie. Like because the movie itself is like pretty playing like. It kind of like kind of saying it just mirrors Oedipus. Yeah. And it kind of, we kind of follow it along from there. Yeah. But I'm curious as like like how were the animals treated? Like what like talking about like the stock footage and like did they paint the tiger black or was it actually <laughs> a panther or like? I'm pretty sure. Well, you're right though because the face. I'm thinking about it now, and the face of the panther is what doesn't look right. So you are right. It does look like a tiger face. I'm picturing it now. I have my eyes closed and everything, and like the nose and the eyes and stuff. Yeah, you're right. That's like just kind of not right. Yeah, yeah. Because like so maybe a, they like, did paint like a him. panther. A panther's sleeker than. Yeah, and has kind of a smaller face. The eyes yeah. closer together. Smaller nose. I think you might be right. I think they painted a tiger. I'm I'm almost certain they painted a tiger because like yeah right at the very beginning it was it was most obvious they kind of cleaned him up as the movie went on like I don't know what order they shot everything in but they I think they they noticed but they're like we can't reshoot that tiger scene we can't do it like we don't we don't have time the film's running out like we don't have money for this shit <laughs> get the spray paint oh man for a tiger. And, oh, and the CG was so bad. Like when they're showing like the like the shots of like the cities and stuff like that. Yeah, they're like, pretty brutal. Over the oh, there's a moment in Indiana Jones when it was really bad too. But we'll get we'll get to that. Okay, there's lots of holes in Indiana Jones, <laughs> oh, but yeah. we're gonna get there. Yeah. We're gonna get there. Oh, I don't. It seems weird. Like I don't have like a whole lot to like say about Beastmaster. Other than like the plot was like a little like it felt long, like way too long. Well, yeah, because it, it slumps because because there's not like the human interaction. It's not as great, right? Yeah. So you just have kind of him. Like, <laughs> okay, so funny. <laughs> like, the whole village is slaughtered, okay? All, everything he loves is dead. I forgot about he, the dog at the beginning. I know. And he, oh, my God. I know. No, dog. I know. I know. And it made me, so, I know. That was, a, I remember that so well when I was a kid. Like, awful. And he lays him down with his adopted dad and whatever they, they he lights and the pyre. Like puts them like hugging yeah. each other. It's yes, like, oh, so I know. I can't even. I can't even. But anyway, so that. But then he goes off, and then there's like this weird 
training workout montage and he's super happy about it. And he's on like the hilltop and he's like, yeah, he's super, I don't know. It seems like he kind of got over, you know, the whole village. Or he was just fueled by revenge. But so happily, I don't know. I don't know. He's a dumb barbarian. What do you want? Like he's not, I, he's not smart. I don't think he's like, has like any kind of, like he's, he's not dumb, but he's, a little under average, like He's real under like under where he should average. be for a guy who can control <laughs> animals and like has this kind of like greater purpose. Like he's like a little like under where he should be, I think. Yeah. You yeah. think he's a little bit under the bell curve yeah. there on the lower end. Yeah. And Kay. like even the high priest isn't that smart. Like you think. Oh, my God. Okay. Those skull barrettes on the end of his braid. Seriously. <laughs> Like, that's so funny. <laughs> like, he, they're like barrettes yeah. and like little skulls and he's got... But you're right. He's not He's not really... He's not all that smart either. No. And I mean, he's got like some pretty badass witches. Yeah. You know, Under- working the gears yeah. there. And they don't succeed. No. They fail pretty hard. They do those, fail pretty hard. Those, like, those witches aren't very like... Like, in terms of, like, constitution, like, they, they don't survive very long. No, they don't. They're, like, kind of disposable, those yeah. witches, actually. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, like, the, like, that dance they were doing at the beginning, I'm like, oh, is this the kind of movie we're doing right now? Is this <laughs> like what's happening? Like, it's a B- B-roll porn movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know. whoa. I know, I know. It's like, why do they have to grind on their cauldron? Like, that's something <laughs> that I don't really understand. But, like, you did see a lot of that in the 80s, like, that... The sort of trope of, trope of like dangerous, you know, female sexuality. And it was like always something to do with witchcraft. Like, oh, yeah. And like, I think there was just like, there was a lot of alarm in the 80s about ritual killings and stuff. And so I think a lot of these movies kind of capitalize on that. Yeah. And they yeah. picked up on it and and kind of ran with it. So I think that's why they, like there were so many movies in the 80s with ritual killings hmm. and Satanism. Yeah. But there was a lot of alarm about that. For whatever reason. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was also, like, a big problem with D&D. It's, like, people were, like, worried that people were getting into witchcraft because, like, the magic element of it. Yes. Because you could play a, a magic user. Yeah, and well, and like that, that, like, continues on today. I mean, there was, like, all the alarm about Harry Potter and everything, too. Oh, yeah. Like, but, yeah, I know so people ridiculous. who, like, you know, their parents took their records away and stuff. Like, <laughs> like Alice Cooper. and Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, the music was actually pretty good in this, though. stand out but like it wasn't like glaringly terrible yeah it wasn't terrible but it wasn't like i mean indiana jones that like well the the theme john John williams right i think so yeah 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 like everyone knows the indiana jones theme what is there anything else that so you enjoy this movie when you're a kid because like the journey and like yeah like i just the, the adventuring stuff was like was where it was at for me yeah and was there anything else that, like, that now watching it over, like, that you 
realize that maybe this is also why you liked it or was it still kind of just the adventure i think it was like the kinship with animals too like okay we're already aware of my horse obsession that i had when i was a child so it wasn't like i just wanted to have a horse i wanted to be a horse yeah so I think this the, that this movie had that appeal where it was like you have this connection with animals. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I think it's just like being on an adventure because I that was that, you know, was what my play was kind of like. I liked adventuring. I used to, you know, like pull stunts where I would, you know, convince my parents that I had run away, but I was really hiding in a tent <laughs> in the porch. <laughs> so like I sort of had like this the you know a sensibility with that like an adventuring kind of that's pretty funny yeah so i think that's i think that was probably the main appeal for me and also okay so i was trying so hard to place kiri the woman who plays her and i was like where do i know her so well from she was midge in that 70s show oh really yes think think about it picture her and listen to her talk in that 70s show yeah. 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 And I was trying so hard and it came to me today. And yeah. I could just look it up on the internet machine, yeah. but it's more satisfying when it comes to you. Yeah. You know, springs forth from your brain. But Oh, huh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that was the Beastmaster. Yeah. It's, it was a journey. It was. I loved it. I did enjoy it, though. It was, other than, like, the few, like, really, like, cringy parts. Yeah. It was, it was a good... It was a good movie. It's like almost unavoidable. This is why I enjoy going back and watching it because you just don't realize how much stuff you didn't. You just, it's not on your radar. Mm -hmm. And all the stuff that isn't on your radar now, like, you know, I think we'll look back on stuff that we like now and and it's going to be cringeworthy too. Yeah. I don't think history will, you know, absolve us from that. But no. no. Yeah. There's still a hell of a lot of problems. But Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Okay. Uh, so I guess I'll start off by explaining the plot of this particular Indiana Jones movie. This is like the third in the, yes. the, the trilogy. Yeah. So it kind of starts with a flashback, kind of showing how Indiana Jones became Indiana Jones. He finds some uh, looters in a cave and he steals this artifact that they've found. And there's like this big like where they're like running on top of a train. And Indy falls into a, a thing of snake, like a big thing of snakes. And that's why he's afraid of snakes now. And he finally gets out and he makes it back home. And he shows his dad like, dad, I got this thing. Except his dad's a huge dick to him because he's doing all his grail. <laughs> stuff he's like count to count to 10 in greek and it's just like dad why you gotta embarrass me like that <laughs> and so <laughs> like just belittle my intellect yeah and so the the some other kid comes in like blaring a trumpet with the police officer he's like show me what you took and then he kind of grabs it from him and gives it back to the the dudes that that were looting it because whoever i guess funded this expedition to find this artifact just has a lot of money and he just likes old antiques and stuff like that and so andy's like it should be in the museum and like the the looter like the main looter who looks like indiana jones he gives him his hat and so that's where he gets his hat from and then it kind of flashes back into the future and uh you see the same rich guy who has the uh the cross it's it's like a cross with a chain on it and Indy's on a on a boat and there's like a big storm happening and a a big fight goes on Indy gets the cross back jumps off the boat boat explodes somehow yeah in a great big ball of fire and uh Indy makes it back to school where he's teaching that would be such a cool class (laughs) yeah it would (laughs) like 
And I, I don't know, like, if any of the kids know, like, what he does. Like, you, do you think they do you think they know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think sure. they know. I think, like, because there's a mix of admiration there. Like, so you had the female students who, of course, are like, yeah. they can't be interested in archaeology. He's just hot, apparently. <laughs> but, uh, and, but then there was, like, male students, too. So yeah. who maybe, yeah. I mean, they could have been pretty hot for him, too. I mean, yeah. Harrison Ford's pretty sexy in that movie. Mm-hmm. But, yes, I think that they admire him because for the adventure yeah. and the yeah yeah and so so he is so his buddy shows up what the hell's his name now i don't know i'm pretty sure he's been in the other movies yeah though. <sighs> murray murray oh man that's so close <sighs> damn it anyway we're gonna call him murray yeah okay so that's can... not misleading at all <laughs> so... for people listening well, whatever <laughs> you can correct us later or watch the movie and then you <laughs> You, you can... It's not Murray, you idiot. I, I don't think Murray is right, but it's, no, it's, something, it's, so, it's something. Something with an M. Anyway, it's fine. Anyways, his friend, who's kind of like the the bumbling idiot type, yeah, um, kind of comes in and he shows the cross off to him. And he's like, "Look what I got! I've been searching all my life for this, and I'm it's I finally have it. It's going to a museum now. Thank yeah. goodness." And uh, Indy tries to go to his office, which it was really funny because, like, everyone's just pissed at him because he, he goes off adventuring instead of marking all their papers. Yeah. And, like, they're, like, pounding on his door and he escapes yeah. to the window. Mm-hmm. And he ends up getting uh, kind of crossed off by these uh, three men in a black car. And they take him to this kind of fancy place. Um, kind of just, like, cuts the hotel room of uh, the some guy who found a tablet, half of a tablet explaining how to get to the holy grail yeah which is the um for those who don't know it's the cup of eternal life where uh that caught the blood of jesus christ when he was on the cross and what he drank out of at the last supper and all that yes good stuff and it's supposed to give you eternal life and anyways so they finally have the tablet indy translates it no problem because that's that's indiana jones Mm -hmm. and uh the dude's like i'm i want to go get it he's like okay why don't you just why don't you contact my dad this is his this is his jam. He's like, we already did, but he's gone missing. And so, and he's like, God damn it, goes to his house. It's all, it's ransacked. It's completely like turned over, destroyed. And then Indy kind of pulls out this package and he kind of rips it open. And uh, it's his dad's journal, his grail journal. And he has all this information, these maps to wherever. And they end up going to Venice where the the guy who's looking for the grail says his dad is. So they go to the Venice and they meet uh, a German, uh, I guess a German archaeologist named Schneider. And they kind of, Instantly, there's sexual tension because it's Indiana Jones. Yeah. I think my my girlfriend called him the Bond of the archaeology world, which is <laughs> perfect. Absolutely apt. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is exactly so, what he is. Kind of gives her a flower, and as they're kind of walking to this big library where supposedly, um, like where one of the knights of the uh, of the Grail were buried, there were three. One stayed with the Grail to guard it, and then two came back to kind of tell the tale. And it would have been like 150 years. Yeah. So the, they obviously found it and came back, and eventually they died. Yeah. So maybe it's not eternal life, but it's you live a hell of a long one. Or they could have died. Well, you can't. Of... You can't. You can't. Like your eternal life doesn't extend beyond the seal. Yeah. That's why. Oh, is that what? So is when that what you leave, yeah. yeah. So oh, when okay. you leave, like you, I think you start eight, like yeah, aging or whatever aging. at that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, so that I thought they just couldn't bring the cup. But anyway, that's yeah. That's so lame. they leave. You yeah. can't. The the source of your eternal life is the cup. I think. Yeah. But and you can't you bring it over the seal. The yeah. Is. Exactly. Yeah. So that's okay. why that guy lives for a thousand years. Yeah. Um. And so uh, they break this hole open in the uh, library floor after kind of figuring out this little puzzle, and they go through the sewers. And uh, for some reason, like they found like a like 
a, a petrol. It's I know. Like, this is where, like, okay, I'm going to, okay, well, I'll it, let you finish, but yeah, I'll get started on that, that. That was like, oh, come on. Yeah. But there's a lot of like suspense. Like you really got to be like, I, I'm in Indiana Jones world right now. Yeah. You have to want to believe. Yeah. Like it's kind of like the X-Files. Yeah. Yeah. And so they go through this crew crypt. They find the, uh, the shield of the Grail Knight, half the, the other half tab, they get an etching, uh, they find they get attacked by these knights of the cruciform, and they basically they're protecting the Grail so no one can find it because it's a great secret and they don't want people to find it. And then they go uh, they go save Indy's dad who's in a uh, in a castle in on the border of Austria and Germany. And we find out, of course, like in all Indiana Jones movies, that the Nazis are behind Nazis. it. Nazis, damn it, damn Nazis, and they save dad and they kind of go through this like little mishap and they like uh they escape from the nazis and they head back they go to berlin and they get because the basically the the nazis want the journal because that's where the map is to the holy grail and so they get the map back or they get you find dad they have to go to berlin to get the journal back because the germans capture them and they have to do that and so they get the journal back from the germans and adolf hitler signs it which was kind of <laughs> comical <laughs> yes we're gonna get so to that too weird. we're gonna get to that part Ugh. too <laughs> And so they make it back to wherever and they go to Alexandretta and find the, after this whole battle with like a tank and all this stuff, you have to see it. And they find the the Valley of the Crescent Moon. They go through the three trials uh, to get to the Grail and they find this old uh, kind of wispy old knight who's very frail and can't swing his sword. He's like, you beat me, I fell over. (laughs) He's he's kind of relieved, I think, that someone's there to divest him of his duty. Yeah. And so uh, Indy, so the... The big bad guy, which was revealed that the guy who wanted the the grail at when we first met him in that hotel room was the big bad guy. Yeah. And he wanted the grail so he could live forever. And he picks the wrong or Schneider picks the wrong one, gives it to him, I'm assuming because yeah. she knows which yeah. Which one's the wrong one. She's the, aware that's the wrong one. Yeah. I think, and so yeah. he like drinks it and like he turns to like a skeleton instantaneously yeah. and um <laughs> And Indy picks the right one because it's like, this is a carpenter's cup because it's a kind of shabby little cup. And he drinks from it and he brings it to his dad. I suppose I mentioned that, like, the big bad guy shoots his dad. Yeah. And then to force him. Forces him. Yeah. Yeah. Forces Indy to go get the grail. So he, like, pours it on his dad's wound and it, like, seals up. And, like, they didn't get the bullet out, but it's in there now. So that's, we'll deal with that later, I guess. Um, (laughs) That's the inconsistency. (laughs) Taylor's like, no, no, no. No, that's it. (laughs) Bullet's still in there. And then uh, they they leave and uh, they bring the cup over the seal and uh, they essentially destroy the the place where the grail is. The knight kind of waves them goodbye, like, thank fucking God. (laughs) I can die now. I'm going to you now. Yeah. Good Lord. And that's kind of where the movie ends. And it's ridiculous. And I can know why Little Taylor liked it. Because it was just like total action. Just like constant like you're going and going and going all the time. Mm -hmm. But me now, it's just like there is just just some shit. There was so much thing about like this whole franchise is just like there's some shit in there. So ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my God. And just... Some of the stuff that they kind of like exploit is yeah. interesting too. Yeah. So, was Temple of Doom Nazis too? Uh, was it? I feel like Temple of Doom wasn't Nazis. I know. I know Raiders of the Lost Ark was Nazis. The like yeah. the most recent well, one. Well, because like, they King always the... reference it because he yeah. laughs and says, oh, "Nazis, I yeah. hate those guys." Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember if Tem. I don't think Temple of Doom had Nazis in it, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, for Crystal Skull, what did they replace the Nazis with? I don't remember. The movie was so awful. 
awful. I think uh, I stopped watching it once. There was aliens he was... at the end. That's all I really remember. Okay, yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, you're right. No, no, yeah. it, it was Nazis. It was like, Nazis? Yeah, because like at the very beginning, and Indy uh, goes to like this warehouse and like they show like yeah, that's the light. same warehouse as yeah, raid or um, Lost Ark. Yeah, because like they like kind of find Lost Ark and it's like, oh, look. Lost well, then they reference they yeah. do yeah they do that throughout the whole series. They yeah. kind of is that what you would call an Easter egg, uh, where you have stuff that sort I, of is a payoff well, for fans. Well, I it, an Easter egg to me is like more like referencing something else outside of it. Like that's just kind of like a nod to the previous films. I think like if it was like if Indiana Jones referenced Star Wars because George Lucas wrote it, then that would be that would be an Easter yeah, egg. Yeah, that okay. would be an Easter egg. Well, because it, and it is like that is a way to kind of pay off your viewers. Like they talk about Harry Potter like that. Like if you're a serious fan, you notice all these things. Yeah, because he had a joke about the Lost Ark too. Yeah, where there was the drawing or whatever on the wall and oh yeah yeah. yeah. She was like, is that? I think it's the Lost Ark. He was like, yes, it's the Lost Ark because <laughs> already had the experience yeah, with that. already did that. Almost had his there, face melted off. Yeah. So what what did you think about it? So this movie, like, I, I did, I loved this movie. Like, it was kind of right in line with all the other things. It was, like, adventuring kind of thing. And um, it, like, brought up, like, a lot. Like, I had, like, a visceral emotional reactions to it because I remembered it so well and it made such a big impact on me. And when you, like, when, I don't know, in 89 when it came out, I mean, I would have only been eight years old or something, right? So, again, like, you don't really question because you do. You have, like, and I think one of the things no, I wrote down so. one of the things I wrote down was that it's it's kind of it's kind of a seduction in a way because those movies really like in a lot of ways are about Western imperialism and Western colonialism um, in a lot of ways. And archaeology had, you know, had a big part to play in that. So all the things that were stolen from people and, yeah. you know, it is a way of kind of taking ownership because you're kind of, in a way, you're stealing somebody's history, like you're stealing their material history, yeah. right? Um, so it has all that kind of going on for me and it sort of is a seduction because, like I said, the music and everything is so, like, intensely emotional. Yeah. And it's um, it's so perfectly done. Exactly. I know. I'm having the reaction right now. And it, it just, it is. It's kind of a seduction. Like the scenes, you know, the cinematography is beautiful. The clothing is beautiful. Oh yeah. my god, the suits that Schneider wore and stuff. I was just like, those are exquisite. Yeah. So it kind of is like I, I felt a little bit like like you're being seduced by an ideology when you when I mm. watch it. But at the same time, I have all this. So it's like a complicated. It was a complicated emotional journey for me to watch some of it. Yeah, it's very propaganda. Yeah, it and is. Like even with stuff like the like, the Nazis, like showing them like burning books and like all yes. these kinds of like really like terrible like of course like they're terrible images but like it's they're framed in such a way that it's like america's clearly better yes kind of way and it's they, just like, they are it yeah. is framed that way it's it's interesting too because i think in some ways like that they're almost a revenge fantasy as well a little bit like you know you have that with quentin tarantino and uh, you know, you sort of revise history in these ways. Mm -hmm. And like, and Hitler was interested in the occult. Like, that was oh, yeah. true. Yeah. Like, he wanted these artifacts. He, he thought he could get power from 
the occult and did, you know, collect objects and things. But I feel like he, um, because there's so much humor in it, like the Nazis are absolutely kind of, they're made into buffoons. Like you're saying, the, the scene with him, sign, Hitler signing the book, yeah. you know, and um, just so much stuff where he's kind of trying to make them into buffoons. So I felt like in some ways it's a little bit of a, a revisionist kind of revenge against yeah. against the Nazis. But And then I also thought, okay, do you not see, okay, you've see, have you seen the Da Vinci Code? Yes, I have. Yeah. Do you not see kind of the parallels a little bit? Oh, yeah. Like that absolutely. library scene where it was like, really, you had to go up on the balcony to see that, that big, big X. X. Like, you yeah. really, you didn't see it. It reminded me so much of the Da Vinci Code. Okay, so now we're going to get to that scene where they go underground. And it's basically <laughs> full of gasoline. Okay, so the, the like, chamber is full of gasoline. I know. I, I Like, I didn't question it at all until I watched it this time around where I was like, no, don't. Don't like the, don't, don't like, like the, the torch. torch. Don't. What do you? What? It's poison in there. I'm like, how? You can't live in there. And then when they actually dive under and and they're inside that coffin. Yeah. And then somehow they also have a torch in there. Did you notice that? I didn't notice. Yes. Oh my god. Somehow. Yeah, now, that you, now that you say that. They're at. That's the, somehow they have like a torch in there. Correct. Yes. And so, they would be burning. Yes, they would be burning and dying. Yeah. Uh, like you, I don't even think you could step in there. So I'm not. I guess they just had to put it in. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Like, I'm not really sure. Like, I'm sure there was some way you could have, in an action movie, gotten around it being... I guess it has to be destroyed in some way so that no one else can kind of follow them, I guess. Well, I don't know. But the thing is, in the same vein, you could just, like, crush the shield or, like, have the dudes come in and, like, him, like, still do, like, the same, like, turnover and, like, have them hide behind yeah. it and then, like have like indy find an escape in the same way like the dudes could have like come running in yeah same and just have it be water and like have them like shooting or yeah doing whatever like it the fire was just for pure effect like because yeah. it was like oh well, we'll toss a match in and fire goes all the way through i and, know like, and then somehow yeah they don't i don't know that part was like this, this was just it's just stupid like yeah. he I can't believe any of this, that that part, even, but, and so many things were exquisite about the movie, like, I was talking with my partner about um, the the journal, yeah. and how we both loved the journal, yeah, like, the journal it's was super so cool. exquisite, Yeah. and, like, even the rubbing and stuff of the shield, you know, where he puts it on, and he flips it over, and it's, like, aligned perfectly, and he does the rubbing, it's, like, these little things, I don't know, they were just, like, so exquisite, like, I wanted that journal, Mm -hmm. I remember I, wanting that journal. And what I liked about it, because they kind of like showed it like right at the beginning too, when Indy's dad was like drawing in it and like basically like tracing that uh, that stained glass window. Yeah. Like, and it was because he had a book in front of him. He was just kind of like tracing on it, and like Indy comes in, and, and I, I I like that because it kind of like that helped with the suspension of disbelief because it's like everything in that journal was like super detailed. Like you're saying, it's yes, just like perfect. Yes. Like, he did not make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. He And it fits with his character, yeah, it right? With like the that level of meticulousness. And it just kind of like added to like, it made me believe in that journal because like I saw it before and then mm -hmm. like it comes back. It's like, oh, this just wasn't like just a one off. Yeah. His, like, and now I know his dad's been working on it for 30 years. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like, like his life's work. Yeah. Because like my girlfriend and I plotted it out. Like he, in the, like Harrison Ford at the time was about 40. When, Is he? Yeah. Okay. Because he was born in, yeah, he was born in the 40s. Okay. And so, yeah, so he, he would have probably been, when he was a kid, he probably would have been 15, 16, maybe 
pushing 17 maybe 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 so he mm-hmm. like his dad's been he had already had like that much done and he's been working on it for that many years so mm-hmm. you kind of had this like like oh so this is like a big deal to his dad and like mm-hmm. like it's been going on for this this bloody long yeah i i think the reason i like this movie like I, the reason i chose this one over all the other indiana jones movies because like when i was a kid i watched them all a ton mm-hmm. a ton but what i liked was that we got to saw, see indiana jones's dad like I think yes it's the backstory right it's like why he's afraid of snakes why he's called Indiana why like it answers all those questions so it's interesting that it comes in the third one yeah you think that either they would spread them out or yeah like the fear of snakes like he's terrified of snakes but you don't find out anything about why until Until that circus train or whatever and he falls in and also like that's River Phoenix like that like well you would have been I don't even remember what year river phoenix died but like i re- i remember it i remember he overdosed on drugs the guy who plays teenage oh okay. uh, Indiana jones river phoenix and that was a big deal that happened i think in the 90s and i remember when that happened i yeah. remember being really sad about it yeah i would i would have been too young for that yeah i was too busy playing with swords and yeah Indiana jones yeah so. so and he was a good he was a good actor too yeah. um so yeah like you get the backstory and stuff like i understand why why you liked this one mm-hmm as much as he did yeah and just like seeing him and his dad interact and like junior yeah <laughs> that's probably not right <laughs> well it was close <laughs> was that scottish enough yeah, for you was, yeah was, i yeah. came here to save you oh yeah and who's gonna come to save you junior i told you <laughs> don't call me junior Junior, <laughs> Junior, Trebek. <laughs> That's like not even close. It's terrible. <laughs> it's fine though. It's fine. It's fine. It's close enough to Sean Connery. But, but yeah, like there were and there were a few good. Yeah, just their interaction was was just really excellent. Like they like they were paired perfectly. Like. They, they yeah, I agree. Both really, because they're both great actors. So. Yeah, it was good. It was good casting. Like Sean Connery was a good choice. Yeah, for the bet. Even though I like have some pretty strong feelings about Sean Connery, because he's a serious, serious misogynist. But, oh yeah. Um, but I mean, in terms of that role, I suppose he was. You know, he was a good choice. Like the the comedic stuff is really appealing in Indiana Jones too. Like it, where they're on like revolt. Okay. This is funny. One thing will remind me of another. I'll get back to it. I'll circle back around. But there are like so many fucking magic levers that said, let's save them from stuff. It's like lever in a wall, lever in a stone wall. Oh, look, here's a level in the fireplace. Like it's like levers everywhere to save them, which is like, I guess you have to use whatever devices come to you. But the comedic timing for that when they're revolving on the, in the fireplace, you know, and the room's on fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. they come around and they don't see him. Yeah. And then he comes around again and then she sees it. Like I think the comedic timing and a lot of stuff is really funny in the whole series of movies, but yeah. in this one especially, yeah. like the the comedy of it is is quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I enjoy that this time around. I I'm assuming I enjoyed that a lot more when I was a kid. Just because like this this watch around it was like I was kind of like caught up in like the cheese factor. Like this is just like so cheesy. It's still funny. Like it's and it's like still entertaining. It's like man. Yeah. I, like 
you, like you said, you just like you just let stuff slip by when you're a kid. And you're like, I did not remember how fucking cheesy this yeah, movie was. It was. It was pretty. It was pretty cornballs. It's pretty cornballs, but I don't know. Like, I, I guess it takes its place as, you know, in the classic movies. But mm-hmm. like I said, it, it is problematic. Even, like, the, the character, what is his name? I'm so bad with the names of the characters. Um, The guy who's, like, who kind of just, like, saves them from stuff. Um, he He's the one wearing the, like, what do you call it? Oh, the, like, the fez? Fez. Yeah. Yeah. Like the the bigger guy? Yeah. Oh, okay, with yeah. With the, you know, with like the black beard. And, yeah. You know, so I feel like, like so much of it exploits a lot of like, uh, like exoticism, like yeah. the scene where he's in the market or whatever. And it's like, you just, I just kind of, it doesn't sit well with me because yeah. it sort of is like the colonial man venturing into. Yeah. Like you have. Exotic worlds and sort of, they're just all the people around him are just foils for his adventure. Mm-hmm. So I guess that part kind of bothers me mm-hmm. a little bit with the, with the whole series of those, of those movies. But yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's definitely a lot of like, yeah, especially, with, especially with that one character that you're talking about was like, he's like the only really like, um, like, I guess like exotic character, like mm-hmm. he's, like, he's are, the are only like person white, who is like American British. Yeah. That kind of yes. thing. Um, I guess there was. Um, He's the only person who's like native to the whatever yeah, country they're whatever supposed to be region. in. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Which. Yeah. Yeah, that was, and he's, ca- you know, and he like takes the camels, they ruin yeah. the car, or whatever. I have yeah, to take these to, for my brother's yeah. car. Like yeah. I don't know, it just sort of is. Got to pay him back and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. 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 A lot of that stuff wasn't wasn't cr- you know, quite what, right either. You know what else was funny that I laughed at, where they go to hide him. Okay, he's running through the market, and they're figuring out how to hide him. And so he he goes up the ramp, and then oh. it, I'm like, that has to be some elaborate planning on the part of the Nazis yeah. to get him into the back of that truck which happens to be there and he happens to run into happens to be guided into like how do they know to park there i don't know like it just just stuff like that where you're like oh yeah either that or like they had like some check stop and they like search the back of the van or something but then how would they like that like that's a super like logic leap like i'm not i'm not saying that's canon at all but like just like add like a little like justification like Maybe this happened. Because yeah. yeah. Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just, it's dumb. Yeah. Just dumb. Yeah. It's, like, it's sloppy, right? Yeah. Like, it it's, could be tightened up quite a bit. Yeah. So. Like, and even, like, if they didn't have the uh, the bigger guy, like, kind of, like, lead him into the truck, they could have had him just even just, like, when he meets up with, like, those three guys right at the beginning, and the dude's like, run like yeah. he's like what do you mean and that guy was so dumb too like he was like i said yes like, he's i just know the bubbling, he bubbling is he's a bungling kind of, kind of fool yeah. Yeah. yeah which i mean like that has its own appeal and stuff like that but like he's just like so just silly yeah just silliness the whole time it is yeah yeah i really like the uh like the like the puzzles at the at the end there like the the penitent man will pass. Yeah, like, it kind of has to, a video game kind of quality yeah, to it, right? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Where he had to like kind of roll and go to his knees and like dodge like the saw blades and like. Yes. And and I guess this is just like another like potential dis- disbelief thing. Like if I were if I were Indiana Jones, I wouldn't have like stopped that trap. Like as he he kind of like slung like a rope over like the like the cogs. Yeah. So and then like. Uh, yeah, he should have done that on the way Schneider back. Schneider and the. Yeah, exactly. He could yeah. have easily done that on the way back instead of letting 
but then you wouldn't have all the the drama yeah like because yeah she ends up she does that on purpose yeah the the choosing of it she knows it's the wrong choice so Mm -hmm. yeah that melting guy like terrified me when i was a kid like absolutely terrified me yeah it was pretty scary even like how she like how he like kind of like grabbed schneider and like Mm -hmm. like what did you do to me Mm parallelism there again like his dad was like saying what he remembered from the book and like going like dependent oh yes yes and then like indy was kind of figuring it out as it goes along and he steps through and he has to spell jehovah in the name of god yeah and and it's i in the latin yeah in the latin and it's spelling like, it starts with it's I like and... so funny just like the like the how similar they are yeah yeah and uh that kind of thing and i and that bridge effect like when it like and the camera tilts and like all of a sudden yeah the it's, bridge an, is it's there. an illusion yeah. <laughs> but yeah. why did, if it was an illusion why did so many people fall off of it like <laughs> there's really only one way to step yeah. out of that hole yeah like so even if you like 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 went on your knees and like felt your way across yeah. like unless there was that would have been the first thing i would have done i would have yeah. reached out my hand and been like pat pat like i would have been patting yeah you know Making to see sh- like yeah I but mean, i guess like a leap of faith like it was like have a leap of faith yeah and so you, it was just you have like, to have faith you have to yeah But like maybe the maybe the bridge is magic, and the bridge wouldn't have been there if you had been like, oh, Jesus magic, yeah, divine. Some intervention would happen, and you just fall to your death. Yes, if you lost faith in. in I guess, but then they they basically like show that it's an optical illusion, though. Yeah, so the bridge is always there. Yeah, in theory. And then he's able. He throws the sand on it, which is clever. Yep. At the end, he throws the sand on it, so he. I don't know why I didn't do that in the first place. I know. I like, right? But, but yeah, you, yeah, you have to have, like, right. you know, the whole thing come together in the chamber there with the knight and yeah. all that. So I kind of must have been bored. I know. A thousand, a thousand years by yourself like, in that chamber. Please yeah. come. Just uh, anyone. 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 Like, I think I'd probably just go out and jump off. Like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. He's a man I don't of have God, enough, though. I don't have enough faith for that. No. I, I wouldn't have lasted a second in there. Well, those, well, those crusaders, like I, when I was young, I did like a lot of research on like, on that time period, like well, Middle Ages and yeah. stuff like that. Even the crusades those, was problematic, right? Oh, like it's not something to be yeah, celebrated. No, yeah. no, absolutely not. But those guys, a lot of them believed heavily and even like going to see the, like if they felt fa- like those guys found the grail, like. I'm Not only sure. would they use it to like <laughs> f every, everyone over, but their like faith and like all that kind of stuff would just be like abounding. Yes. Yeah. So I can see why he would have reading the same old version of the Bible for a thousand years. I probably would have 
just yeah like you said just jumped off the bridge but. yeah i wouldn't have lasted i would have drank from one of those other <laughs> one of those like i would have been like 15 minutes and i would have been like i'm bored all right it's time to die yeah just throw yourself on your sword <laughs> sorry jesus yeah yeah i've had enough yeah 15 minutes in me that's it yeah yeah and th- do you have anything else to say about indiana jones um, not, like I can't think of anything now. I like I said it. Like it, it was. So, it was weird that it was so emotional for me to watch that again. But yeah, it just was like such a visceral emotional reaction to it, and like all the conflicting because of what I know, like what I kind of see, you know, intellectually and stuff from it. So yeah, that's 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 definitely an interesting part of it. Yeah, going back to stuff, it is interesting. It is interesting yeah, to go back. For sure. So so I guess we should uh, talk about what we want to do. Next oh, week. what are we going to do next week? What well, are we going to do, Taylor? Uh, we could do, should we do uh, just like a TV show? Sure. So I, uh, when I was a kid, I watched a show called The Weekenders a lot. It's like, it's a, it's pretty, it's a show for like little, like little kids. So not like little, little kids, but like kind of like 10 year olds, that kind of thing. So it's, I, I haven't watched it in forever, but I just remember it being like really funny and like the characters are really interesting and stuff like that. So. Okay. Uh, we'll have to, uh, you know, pick some episodes and stuff like that. And uh, sure, yeah, and like most of it's kind of kind of the same, but I can see if I can well, find I, some I good think issues like and stuff like that. Um, reasonable to just like do the same length as a movie, basically. Yeah. So I think if we watched ninety minutes worth of it, yeah, I think that would be enough. Yeah, okay. sounds good. So we'll watch the first ninety minutes. Yeah. Okay. So my choice, okay, I was going to do The Mighty Hercules, but I think I changed my mind. Oh, okay. okay. You got something better? Yeah, because, okay. and, and mostly it's because your reactions to stuff are so fun. And I, <laughs> <laughs> and I want, I want, uh, like, I like imagining you and your girlfriend just being, like, horrified. And this <laughs> 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 is terrible. Um, so I think, I, I think I'm going to have to go with Rainbow Bright. Rainbow Bright. Yeah. Okay. So 90 minutes of Rainbow Bright for you, Taylor. <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to give me like too much of a synopsis, but like what's the general premise of Rainbow Bright? No, I will well, reveal nothing. Oh my I'll God. I don't, I'm even going eat. blind. Like at least with like My Little Pony, like it's like, it's about small horses that have magic powers. <laughs> I can deal with that. That's like a, that's like all I needed, but I have to go into like Rainbow Bright just like, yeah. Just blind. You have to go on blind. Sorry, God, sorry, man. Taylor. There's no synopsis for you. People who are listening to us might be familiar with Rainbow Right. If they're my age, if they're my age, oh. I don't think it came back as hard as My Little Ponies did. It did come back uh, for a bit, but My Little Ponies like came back pretty hard recently. So, like, I've I've definitely heard it before you before you mentioned it to me, mm-hmm. but like, I never like it. I it wasn't part of my childhood. So no. Yeah. Yeah. So well. yeah, Rainbow Right. Oh, that's boy. what that's what you all get to watch too yes. if you're following along with us. Oh my god, yeah. So I guess you just want to like go from like episode one and then on to like maybe of, three or four, like three, ninety three minutes four. in. I think yeah. would be enough. Yeah, three. It or should four be about episode. twenty twenty five minutes. Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, that would be fine. Yeah, so we'll watch the first few episodes of of the of the Weekenders and Rainbow Bright. Rainbow Bright. Oh. Rainbow Bright. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Good times. guys. <laughs> Come join us next week, watch some Rainbow Bright and some Weekenders and then Ooh. Ooh. follow along. <laughs> Bye guys. Bye.